Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. This is the Winners and Winers Radio Bonus Edition, doing the NFL today. Of course, I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And together, we make up Winners and Winers Radio. Don't forget to check us out each and every weekday as we do our daily show, kind of stretch out, talk about some fun stuff in the world of sports and sports betting. But uh, on the weekends, it's all business. It's all business, baby. No music, no sound effects, nothing. Just picks. Picks. We did our college show yesterday. But I like the music. Oh, yeah. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun, it's a jaunty. There's some jaunty tunes in there. Mm-hmm. But it's now the gridiron, buddy. And that's it. Just nothing else. Just gridiron. Gridiron mm-hmm. weekends. All right. So let's start off in the NFL. Well, first of all, we'll talk about how we did last week. Um, I sucked. Okay, all right. I was getting there. We had a uh, we were we do one pick a week. We put up our best pick, and we kind of had have kind of had fits and starts here getting the NFL show go show going. So we're, our official record, we've just got two picks. Um, but well, yeah, well now there's gonna be three picks, three right. picks. So you are now we are both two and one as of as of right now. Scott had I, the Rams last week wasn't ideal. Nope. Let's put it that way. I had the Cowboys. That was ideal. Yep. Worked it worked out very they well. They almost blew it for you, but they held on. At the <sighs> nothing nothing is easy with that damn team, I'll tell you what. So all right, so let's uh get a rocking, shall we? We'll, yep, let's uh, do it. Find out what we have rocking here. First of all, Scott, it's a little tea and crumpets in the morning. It's your breakfast football, little wake bake, and watch it from across the pond. Boy, they always send the first. They always send the high quality teams. It's just, it's stunning that Jacksonville's not there. That's the only thing I'm surprised about. Well, Jacksonville is the, I'd say, official British football team because they get sent there at least once every two years. It's where they want to play. You know, they want to. That's where that's where that's where they want their actual home to be. Man, poor Jacksonville. That's a, or poor Florida. You got Tampa Bay. They're going to split their games with Montreal, and they they couldn't do uh, Jacksonville in. London this year because they were afraid of Urban Meyer committing an international incident. God, <laughs> grinding up against a female Bobby or something. Mm-hmm. Not good. All right, so let's take a look, Scott. The Jets and the Falcons are getting together. It's not at Wembley. Where is it at? Uh, it's at Tottenham Stadium. Tottenham at the to the Hotspurs. Uh, Tot- yes. Tottenham Hotspur is that Hotspur's mm-hmm. a place, right? Uh, all I know is that I'm actually impressed you got that right. I just I'm know. Proud of you. I just, but that's not their name. They're not the, their nickname. Isn't the Hot Spurs? Um, pretty sure it is. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, get back to me on that, would you? Yeah. Okay. Tottenham Hot Spurs. Oh, all right. I don't know what a hot spur is. I'm sure at some point we'll find out. I guess it's the opposite of it's a cold a spur, but it's a cold above spur. Room temperature. Yeah, it's above room temperature spur. Duh, dumbass. Falcons, Jets. Woohoo! That's worth getting up early for. Falcons three point favorites. Why not? 45 is the total here. Oh, Scott. Well, you know what? At least we're getting it out of the way. That's all I can say. Jet- Remember to set your fantasy lineups accordingly because you have a game at 930. Yeah. if you And remember, if you have any Jets or Falcons on your fantasy team, uh, just do your best to avoid the Sacco this year. I actually do. Who do I you have one. Who do you have? I got Corey Davis. I think he's the only guy with value on the entire Jets. Okay. Okay, well, Corey Davis. I used him last week. He worked out. I'm he using did. him again this week, so we'll see what happens. Well, you know you know who could use an extra receiver is the Falcons. Because... Well, I was going to say, I know we're getting into it right now, but 
doesn't this feel exactly the same as the Titans last week because they had no active wide receivers who anybody really knew? So you're asking if I remember the Titans? Uh, yes, I am. It, I'm asking you. That's actually a movie where they won an entire championship and they barely threw one pass. Based on a true story, buddy. I know. The offenses back then were just arch- archaic, man. I mean, you throw the ball. The you know, miracle trick play at the end's a, a wide receiver reverse. Like, all right, pump the brakes, man. You know, that wasn't before the, the forward pass was invented, was it? it was yeah, all, it was but a, anyway. It wasn't black just, and white. I feel like this is the same game that I just saw with Tennessee. Both defenses involving Tennessee and Atlanta are terrible. Mm-hmm. Both teams have really no wide receivers that are worth a damn because Gage is out. Ridley's the big story. He's out. You have just, Kyle Pitts. Just stay at home. Tight end. Ridley, Ridley, just stay at home. Not feeling it. Pretty much, he didn't even want to make the trip. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you're looking at everyone else. This team just has no weapons. Like, isn't it kind of similar to what Tennessee had, except Tennessee has Derrick Henry, yeah. and Atlanta doesn't even have a good running back? No, no. <laughs> they've, they've got Henry Gibson. Um, like, who do they have? As far as as far as their running back goes? No, well, they have Mike Davis. And, and, they have, and they have quarter-up Addison, who's actually having court, sort of a resurgence. They're, they're yeah, using, he's a half-wide receiver. Well, half they're using back, him but, as an H-back, the way they should have been using him the whole time. So. Yeah, but we've had issues with Atlanta's offensive line this entire season, and, and now they have no weapons. Oh, yeah, they're they're pretty awful. Well, I mean, they've got they've got Mike Davis and, and Patterson. You know, yeah, that, that's, that's basically it. That's basically I'm going it. Jets money line. Jets money line? Look at you. I think you have some value Stepping on it. I know out. usually... We talk on this show about some small money line on uh, some small underdogs that will always give out a couple of money line sprinkles because if it's within a certain amount of points, you might as well take the money line. Mm-hmm. Jets won a game last week. I thought they played pretty well. The defense got the Tannehill six times. So I actually think they might get to Matt Ryan if the wide receivers cannot generate separation. I think the Jets are going to win. I really have a hard time backing teams in a pass driven league with no wide receivers. Well, I'll take the Jets. It's not like Matty Ice was having a good season anyway. Well, it was last week, but Washington can give us 300 passing yards. You know, you roasted me for my Atlanta pick last week, and they they had. I just roasted you because they ended up choking. They had that game one. That was such a that was such a ridiculous loss. They choke every lead away in the fourth. Oh my god! All right, you know what? As much as it pains me to do it, I just see. I've got to. I've got to take. I've got to take the team that's not missing all of their weapons. You know. Yeah, Um, that's how I feel. I'll. uh, I'll play them with you. I'll, I'll play. I'll play those Jets. And on the on the money line, obviously, uh, and sometime we'll explain that. Sometime, we, sometime when we have a minute, we'll explain why it is almost always profitable, more profitable in the long term, to take the money line if it's three or less, based on based on the probability and and the it's small, just based on the small odds per- of the team that you end up the team that's favored winning by one, two, or three points compared to you know them losing the game. Okay, let me let me see if I can put it this way. Um, there is less of an uh, the probability that it lands at one, two, or three yeah. is less than the difference between the, the losing the number of times you will lose that bet. Nope, that didn't work. Okay, you all tried. right. Sometime we'll sometime I'll have a, a cogent for the sake uh, of it. It's very it. difficult to win a game by exactly one, two, or three. Let's put it that way. Well, the majority of games don't land in that in that window, yeah. and, and you're paying a higher percentage of the of the original mm-hmm. bet than it's than it's worth. There's there's value. There is no value. On taking my, on taking plus three. That's that's yeah. kind of the point. Mm-hmm. So, if you believe us, we don't have to explain it. But of course, <laughs> you know, small sample size, you might end up saying, "Oh, you're dumb." You got no, but large sample size, it's right. Oh sure, Trust you me. know that's that's when when I tell people not to pay the 
not to play the penny slots because they don't have a, judge everything in a vacuum. They have a payback of like 86% as opposed to quarter slots, which have, you know, 92, 94%. Mm -hmm. And they always have a story about how they hit a penny slot jackpot or a friend of their cousin hit a jackpot. And you can't, you can't talk to people. Mm -hmm. So everybody has an anecdotal piece of evidence. You show them the math, you show them the black and white, and they go, well, yeah, but and like, okay, we're done. But it, but the roulette wheel landed on red for uh, ten times in a row. I can't even. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't even. Uh, I got the under forty five. I just don't see much offense here. I think both defenses are terrible. But if my premise is that I think the Jets' defense will actually look decent, I gotta like the under. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah, both defenses. It's it's really it's it's really a matchup of who's terrible defense against who's terrible offense is going to have the advantage right there. Pretty much, but the Jets can actually rush the passer. Dolphins at Buccaneers, Scott. Dolphins apparently miss Tua, huh? Uh, I I guess I think they just miss any competent quarterback, and Tua was debatable. The Buckies are ten point home favorites. Forty eight is the number on this one. It kind of been a forgettable year for Miami so far. This was the kind of the season I we had that, didn't we? Yeah, we didn't love them there. It, this was the season they were supposed to take that big step forward. We just we just had no faith in Tua actually making the leap with the team. No, no. Of course he got injured, so now you got Brissett, who's just a walking checkdown magnet. But yeah, this is a neither one of these teams runs the football very well at all. The difference is one of them throws the football extremely well. They both. I think Tampa can maybe run it. They had some success against New England, but because they have so many weapons at receiver, they might just voluntarily choose to throw the ball more often. Well. I think I think they're last. Miami in, just cannot run the ball. They're last. Well, they're last in the league in rushing yards per game, but they're uh, as far as their yards per attempt, they're three point seven. That sucks. Miami's three point six. That sucks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm not I'm not buying your premise that they can run the football. And I'm just throwing out a premise. Not not until playoffs when playoff Leonard shows up, buddy. Mm -hmm. The difference is uh, Tampa Bay three twenty seven and a half. On passing, Miami 173. So they, they put up another buck and a half mm. as far as offense goes, and that hurts quite a bit. And of course, I know Tampa's missing some guys. Mm -hmm. I know Bronx not playing. They're missing a defender or two, but I really don't care. Just Miami, I don't think they can score enough. So you're seeing one team will score more points than the other team because I'm that saying team that can't one score team enough. will probably score, I'd say, 11 or more points than the other team. Yeah, this is a this is a, uh Miami team is averaging about 15 points a game. They put up 62 points in four games. That's 15 and a half points. That's not good. They put up 17 against Indy. What's the fan breakdown by the way? You think it's 50-50? The fan breakdown? Yeah. What do you mean? Cuz you got Tampa fans traveling to Miami. Oh, as far as being in the stadium? Yeah, just attendance, 50-50. No. Like, I don't think Miami fans are thrilled to see this team play. I give you a 60-40 Miami. Okay. Still a decent, you know, crowd for Tampa. Now, do they cover the ten? Because that's a massive number. It's a massive number, but I don't think Miami's any good. They couldn't cover ten against Indianapolis in an imaginary spread. I, I kind of have to like Tampa, don't I? I, I love the under because I don't think Miami's going to score, and the defense is actually not bad. But I just can't, man. I mean, this Miami team is so bad offensively. I'm trying to figure out how they beat New England. That just still kind of a mystery. Uh, New England fumbled inside the twenty yard line with two minutes to go. No, but you know, shouldn't have been that close. That's that's kind of my point. You see, we was also it. Mac Jones's first no, that's true. game. That's true. So, you know, that's true. Uh, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They put up seventeen against Indianapolis. They did not get the win like they did against New England, putting up seventeen. 
Mm-hmm. I just hate laying 10, but I, I can't. I, I hate laying it too. There's no chance I personally bet it, but I, I can't back Miami. You could always tease it if you wanted to. Yeah, tease it down to four. Okay. Four or three and a half, depending on what teaser you want to use. You're going to find a six and a half point teaser? You could if you wanted to. Okay. Well, you know, we get enough trouble for making bets that not everybody has access to. I don't think we need to put six and a half point teasers out there. I Pretty much every book I know has a six and a half point teaser. Oh, you're out of your mind. It's true. What are you talking about? DraftKings has it. BetOnline has it. FanDuel has it. I'm saying. All these books have it. Yeah. but You're stuck in the the, Stone Age. No, those aren't necessarily. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The odds might screw you. I'm just saying we've been getting feedback on the the books that we've been using. Cool. Okay. I can't play. I can't play an over with Miami involved. I'm playing the under there. Of course. Okay. All right, so yeah, this has been fun so far. So we each have the Jets in the under. We each have the Bucks in the under. Woo-hoo! Yep. We're rolling. All righty then. Uh, Eagles, Panthers. Panthers minus the three. 46 is the number there. So, I actually like the over in this one. I don't know how you can't. But Philly can't stop a nosebleed. No. Carolina defensively looked good against awful offenses, against decent ones. This team's actually just not very good do with you, all the injuries. Do you think Philly has a decent offense? I think that they showed flashes against Kansas City. I know Kansas City's defense isn't good by any means, nope. but Philly did actually have a decent balance between running and passing plays. The issue is running the ball because Sanders has been a mess. Gain rolls in pretty good, but I like the over. I have questions about Carolina's secondary, and I think Philly has a decent amount of weapons. I'll take the over. All right, I've I've got I've got the over there as well. I will take the the Panthers. I cannot bet that Eagles team on the road. I'm I, going to take the Panthers too, but I do think that's a serious sweat. I think that's one possession late. The question is, can Carolina win by four or seven? I think it'll be around there. Okay. Um, one psycho team against one disappointing team. Saints head up to the belt way to take on the Washington football team. Saints two and a half point road favorites. Washington 43 and a half. Can we stop pretending like Washington has a defense? Why are we, why is this 43 and a half? Uh, it's 43 and a half. I'm assuming because the Saints offense and the Saints defense, actually Saints defense. I don't even know about anymore. But is it because Winston's basically a game manager and they just milk the clock the entire time? That is that is quite a Houdini act, by the way, of t- turning famous Jameis into uh Yeah, ruined my Sunday last week. The game ruined your Sunday? Yeah, they blew a double they blew a uh, double digit fourth quarter lead as the last pick of my teaser against the Giants. Yeah, I vaguely, at home in the first game in the Superdome this season. I vaguely remember that. <clears throat> Killed um, me. So this Washington football team what happened to their defense, dude? They just forgot how to play, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. they've been okay against the run. They're giving up just four yards a carry, but they're giving up 300 yards a game through the air. It's uh, not good. Meanwhile, the Washington, the, the uh, New Orleans rush defense has been outstanding. They're not quite mm-hmm. quite as good as Tampa Bay. We've given up just 66 yards per game, 3.1 yards per carry. I know it comes down more to just quarterbacks, but I am curious what your thoughts are. Who'd you rather have, Jameis Winston or Taylor Heineke? I think Heineke's good. I do too, but I'd rather have Jameis at this point. I still, okay. th- I still think he's got the skills. And, and despite, I don't think they're utilizing him. Properly no, just, despite what they've done this year, he's still got the arm, arm talent. 
I'm curious if they're waiting for Michael Thomas to come back before they do something different. But Why? What's he going to do? Run further than eight yards down the field? That's not really his thing. That's not really his thing either, but I don't know. I just feel like you're kind of trying to turn a guy whose expertise was being a deep pass thrower and just have him throw everything within five yards. I just don't really see it, but I'm going New Orleans anyway. Do you have the week after theory where they burned me so they have to play well? But Washington... What if you bet him again? Does that screw that up? They got destroyed defensively against Atlanta's offense. That offense isn't very good. No. I got to assume the Saints move the ball. I think Heineke is a good quarterback, but I think he'll turn it over a couple times because the Saints pass rush, which was non-existent last week, I think will bounce back. I'm going with the Saints. I think it'll be close, but I got to like the over. Yeah, this is a weird team. This is a, the the Washington football team held the Chargers to 20 opening weekend. You're like, okay, well, see, that defense very good. And they give up 102 in their next three games to Atlanta, Buffalo, the Giants. Of course, 43 to Buffalo. I suppose you can excuse that. But 59 points to the Giants in Atlanta? Uh, no, sir. Thank you very much. I'm my, my play has to be the over here because I'm forced to take a side. I'll take the I'll take the Saints. Maybe famous comes comes out of his shell. Is it a crab shell? Uh, could be. I'm never. Uh, actually, I'm never I don't know if it's a crab shell because he had to return the crab. Never gonna let him forget that. Yeah, when nothing, he had to return it. He couldn't even eat it. I'm sure that was delicious too. I'm sure he took very good care of it. Kept it in the freezer and whatnot. But mm-hmm. anyway, were they king crab legs? At least did you ever hear? I don't think they were queen crab legs. Well, they could have. No, they could. They could have. What's what's the other one? It's not. It's not king crab. It's snow crab. Okay. Yeah, those are. I I don't know what they were giving them. Like king crab, I could see it because they're like forty five bucks a pound. Ridiculous. So I could I could see snagging some king crab legs. If it's snow crab, I'm not impressed. I'm not going back to that whole allegation. I'm, I'm assuming that the Florida State players probably could get away with getting free food, and Winston took something that he was not on the list. That's probably right. Um, I've got, I've got the, uh, again, I've got the over here. I have to, I can't I, take the under with Washington. Not a chance. Tighten the Jags, the Jags. Titans four and a half point road favorite, Scott. I believe, yeah, that's uh we don't have a ton of road favorites this week. Jaguars, they've shown signs of life, but at the end of the day, well, Tennessee has one healthy receiver now, so you know it's an upgrade over last week. Just ain't getting it done. Yeah, that's congratulations. It's great to have him back. Um, but I'm I'm sure they've they're super happy they've signed Julio, huh? I'm sure they're elated. Julio's been hurt. Man, who could have seen that coming? Oh yeah. Shocked. Did we talk about that ad nauseum about how you're you're not getting Julio from five years ago? You're getting banged up. 10 games a year at most Julio. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you look at, when you look at anybody playing Tennessee, you've got to, you've got to look and say, can that team stop the run? Scott, how do the Jags do against the run? Not very good. Not great. They do. Uh, they, they do. They've given up three and a half yards of carry. That's not bad, but they give up 106 yards. So uh, the, uh, they're out there. They're making it up. They're making up for it in volume, but well, it's mostly volume because they're trailing by a ton usually late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's the thing. The team is just running it down their throat, so you're not really getting a true indication because it's a team that gives up 312 yards a game through the air. So I gotta like Tennessee, don't I? Your awful loss against the Jets. You get AJ Brown back. Jacksonville's got all the distractions in the world. I know they played on Thursday, so they have extra rest time. But I just can't go anywhere near Urban Meyer's team right now, can I? 
There would seem to be a few distractions, huh? A few is one word. As far as I know, the players don't respect them. So can I really trust a team that doesn't have any actual respect for its head coach? Probably not. All right. I'm going the other way. You can. I don't think Tennessee is very good, but I just can't back Jacksonville on principle. Fair enough. I think the Jags circle the wagons around the super respected head coach. I can sleep a lot better knowing I lost going against the Jaguars than losing going on the Jaguars, you know? Yeah, I understand. I I understand beating yourself up going, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. As far as the total goes, I think if the Jags are going to win, it's got to be a shootout. Man, we're taking it out. God, we're Donk City here today. Taking overs. Overs out the... Oh, we like the unders for the first couple games. That's true. Uh, and then, go- then we went nuts. Uh, you got I'm the, going with the over you, as well. You got the over here too? Oh, okay. I, t- Tennessee's defense stinks. Jacksonville's defense stinks. And both quarterbacks... I know Lawrence has had some issues, but he did look a lot better against Cincinnati on the Thursday night game. I think Tannehill and Henry are going to have good games. I'll am, take the over. Am I crazy or since I've told you I'm crushing the totals, you're, you're tailing me a lot here on the totals? Just my imagination. That's for college. I actually haven't kept track of our NFL stuff. All right, good enough. Lions at Vikings, another double-digit spread with a terrible team. Yippee! At least the at least the the Bucks are better than the Vikes. But are we laying? Is are the Vikings ten points better than anybody? You can make an argument though that the team that they've lost to have a been pretty good. B their record should be better than it actually is. Detroit though, not good. They look competent at times, mm-hmm. and at other times they fumble three times inside Chicago's 20-yard line. So I think Detroit's not that bad. The question is, though, this is the type of game, historically, where Kirk Cousins goes for 340 yards and three touchdowns. And people think, this guy's really, really good, and he'll play against a a team above 500 the week after, and he'll get his ass kicked, right? Isn't that usually par for the course? The obscure 1 p.m. team in in the divisional play. It's the type of game that Cousins throws a couple touchdowns and Minnesota scores 35. Yeah. And you go, you know, this Kirk Cousins guy, I don't know why so many people hate him. He has like three of those games every year. I'm not even exaggerating. That actually just seems right, doesn't it? Does it surprise you that Detroit has been able to rush for a higher average per carry than Minnesota with Dalvin Cook? Well, Cook's been banged off. That's what I'm saying. So but, he's, but he's, he's clearly not 100%. Okay. But he's he's still he's he, I would say eighty percent Cook is better than anybody that Detroit trots out there. Yeah, that, uh, Detroit has two good backs though. I think Swift's good. I think Williams is pretty good. So they kind of have a, have a two man punch there. Some of it's also just the lack of balance because since Jefferson emerged as being an elite receiver, Minnesota really hasn't leaned on the ground game as much as they have in years past. So I do think it's a bit of a transition with the offense. And are they kind of want Cousins to air it out a little bit more? what he has done in the past. Right. I don't know if I agree with it. I know that Cousins has good numbers, but I do think Cook's going to be the main cog of your offense. But what do you think? I think this has backdoor cover written all over it. I like the over and I like Detroit. Yeah, I have to I have to play I have to play Detroit for sure as far as the total I think Goff's going to look decent. As far as the total goes 49 and a half. Uh, I can't get that 14-7 out of my brain from last week. I'll, I'll go the other way there. I'm going to take I'm just looking at Miles Garrett and company and saying that Cleveland defense might actually be pretty good. The what? The Cleveland defense might be pretty good. Oh, okay. I'm like, dude, we're because not. Because you said 14-7, so I'm saying I'm not overreacting to what happened last no, week. No, that's true. Uh, that's very true. That is that is, that is is very true. Um, all right, so you're going to play You're gonna play the over. I'm going to play the yeah. under. It's in a dome. Weather's not a factor. I'll take the over. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Broncos at Steelers. Broncos got some late money coming in on the Donkeys as this game is uh, now shows Denver as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They have to be. Bridgewater's probably going to play. Bridgewater looks like he's going to be back. Yep, that's what that line move is mo- most certainly uh, predicated on. You a fan of the total of 39? Doesn't it look like you accidentally hit the, t- the uh, teaser button? It really does. It, it really does. You got and you've got two totals of thirty nine this week. By the way, yes, Scott. you do. Mm-hmm. So as far as this one goes, um, yeah, can't play anything Steelers. I'm sorry. I'm gonna hold my nose and take the Steelers. No, you are not. I actually am. Okay. It's it's a spot where once again, if you bet this game with a total of thirty nine, you're mm-hmm. out of your mind. Like there's no way I'm actually putting any of my money on this game. Mm-hmm. But it's still in Heinz Field. I don't think Denver's very good. I think Denver's in, has an inflated record because of the 0-10 combined record start. Right. So I don't think Denver's any good. I think Pittsburgh can win one game here at home against Denver. It'll be hideous. The score might be 6-3, to three, but I'll take Pittsburgh. I would posit that uh, Pittsburgh fits right in with those 0-10 teams that they played early in the season. I think they, I think they slot right in there with the Jags and the Jets and the Giants. Neither one of these teams has hit an over this season, by the way. So, oh, I'm not taking that, the over. That, no, I'm just saying that explains the 39. If you're wondering what the hell the 39 is all about, if, if you want an actual score prediction, of course, six threes being facetious, I see 2017. Let me ask you, what part are you more excited about? Is it is, is the Pittsburgh rush offense that averages 55 yards a game, or is it the passing attack that averages 5.8 yards per attempt? I think it's the defense that I just think is going to have a decent game here, just because. Denver's defense, I know Vaughn Miller's very good, Mm -hmm. and Sertan's a pretty good rookie, but I really don't know how good this defense is. I know Pittsburgh's defense has struggled a bit, but Watt did miss a couple of games. He is back now. I think the defense shows up, forces a couple turnovers. This game stinks, if you want to bet it, but I'll go with Pittsburgh. All right, very good. I've got you down for the Steelers. A reluctant reluctant Steelers there. I'm playing the under 39, and you? Uh, I'm not. I'm not taking the over. I think it ends 2017. I'll take the under. That'd be a pretty. That'd be a pretty bold call, buddy. That'd be a hero play if you take the over in a team. Two teams that haven't had an over yet. I don't have the guts to do that. If you put two negatives together, it's a positive. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Packers, Bengals. Ooh, Bengals getting. It's their time to shine. Uh, minus three. Packers are the favorite. Fifty and a half is the number. The Bengals say, it's a new day, and I am not going to be pushed around anymore. How's that work out for him, Scott? Truth is... My rounder's impression, looks... by the way. Thanks. Oh, uh, no, it was it was okay. Yeah, okay. I've heard, I've heard worse. I know you have. But um, you're going to look at this line and think the odds makers are drunk. Okay. Just because you have Aaron Rodgers against Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. and the spread's three. Right. People are forgetting the injury aspect of it. Mostly to Green Bay's defense, because you're already missing Zedaria Smith, who's their best pass rusher. They have one of the best corners in the league in Jair Alexander. Wait a second. No, they don't. He's on IR, so he's not playing. Green Bay's defense just stinks because they're missing their best two defensive players. So I think Rodgers will still have a good game. I'm not sure how good Cincinnati's defense is, but I do think if you're looking for the trappy line of the week, I think you should go with Cincinnati. But I'm a donkey at times. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. I like the over, though, because I do think Rodgers will move the ball. 
And without those two guys on defense, I do think Cincinnati will move the ball. I'll take the over. Okay. I think you'll agree, though, that is the trap line of the week. Wouldn't you agree? I think it's certainly a possibility that it is. There's there's all kinds of banana in the tailpipe potential right there. Mm. You, you know, this has been a Cincinnati defense. It's actually played pretty good, especially against the run. Unfortunately, that's not really what you have to worry about with the pack. Um, the pack, you know, they they do they do what they do. They say, they send Jones out there enough to uh, make sure that he gets paid. But as far as this line goes, uh, it's I, extremely trappy. But I'm still not sure if Cincinnati's good. Am I impressed that they came from behind against Jacksonville? Are you? No. Okay. I didn't know if that was rhetorical or not. No, but the point is, like, I just think that this team is better than they were. I'm not sure they're still very good. I think Green Bay, even with the defensive absences, is still just a good football team. I'll take Green. I'll take Rodgers to find some magic and win the game, pretty much single handedly. Packers beat Packers beat Pittsburgh without Smith. Does that help you? Does that help them? Uh, well, Smith's it? been out for the whole year. It's the Jerry Alexander part which hurts because Cincinnati actually has a couple good wide receivers. Yeah, they they really do. They really do. Um... Is Higgins playing for this one? I know he's missed the last couple games. Uh, let me see what I've got here. But I'm sure he's still questionable because it's the NFL and you never tell anybody anything. Yeah, Higgins is probable for the, for this one. That means there's like an 80% chance he's going to play. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking. Uh... Probable. wasn't. Ex- I was expecting the obvious questionable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's Joe Mixon, by the way. Well, Mixon's most likely out. He's well. He's he's questionable right now. So yeah, but according to all the reports, he's mispracticed the entire week. I'm expecting Mixon to be out. Mm-mm. That's the personal hunch reading in between the tea leaves. Yeah, and that's pretty much what you have to do these days. And that certainly uh, makes a case for an over without Mixon in there. Yeah, they're gonna have to sling it. Okay. And um, I'm not a big Samaji P Ryan guy as a backup. I'm okay with him as a backup. Yeah, I'm saying as the de facto starter, I, I'm not exactly thrilled with that. Patriots at Texans. Patriots eight point favorites. That nine's come down from eight and a half. Thirty nine. There it is. There's your there's your other nineteen eighty two total, Scott. Patriots. I got some problems on the offensive line. Like uh, they don't have any. Yep. You got four guys out. Two guys. Two guys with actual injuries. Two guys on the COVID list. Only the center is a uh, actual starter for the Patriots. Does it matter? I think it does. Because, of course, with a rookie quarterback, if he has to get happy feet, you're a little bit concerned by that. Houston's defense isn't very good, but both these offenses, especially with Mills at quarterback, are damn hideous. So I have to like the under, don't I? Yep. Yep. I've got that. I've got that as well. It's it's. Are you worried we've each taken the under and the lowest totals of the week? No. Okay. I don't think there's really an issue with that. People try to look at the numbers and say to, say to themselves, numbers way too low, stuff happens. But the truth is you have to make a case for the over. I can't make a case. The only case I would have would be if New England scores 30-something points, but they're missing basically their entire offensive line. So I, I, don't, think, I don't think Houston, who's had nine points with Mills as the starter against Carolina and against Buffalo – do I think they score more than 10 points in this game? No, so I can't take the over. Okay. And who you got on the side? I'll hold my nose and take New England. I'm not thrilled, but he got Belichick against a rookie quarterback. I knew you were going to do it. All right. I, I can't. It's Belichick against a rookie quarterback. 
And we both don't like Mills at all. Nope. Nope. So. That's why I'm taking the Texans. Okay. Cool. I, I just think I, I, I just think they're going to have enough possessions that even that horrific offense can find some acorns. And I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think it could be 17-13 New England, 13-10, something ridiculous like that. It could be. It could it could be twelve to nine. There may not be a touchdown scored. If you if you like to play outrageous props with incredible high prices, look into no touchdown at all in this game. I'll laugh if that happens, but I think you might get a defensive touchdown. <laughs> oh god, that would suck. No, like first touchdown defense if you can uh, find. Um, like, yeah, that's take a sprinkle. Yeah, or defensive touchdown anytime. Yeah, you, you should get a decent like two to one, three sure. to one price on that. Raiders hosting the Bears. Five and a half point home favorites, 45. My God, that's a sky high total for this weekend, Scott. Bears, love him or leave him. Love, love him or hate him. It's Justin Fields' team now. How's that going to so go? This might sound like a dumb question, uh-huh. but in general, with all of the stuff that came out about Gruden over the last week or so, yes. he's still coaching, right? Like they, they didn't temporarily suspend him or anything. No. Right? He'll be on the sideline? Yes. Okay. Is that. Is, can, can we make Gruden donkey of the day? We could. I don't know if the statute of limitations apply ten years ago, but you know what? Whatever. How are you? The point. You, what, you, what should happen to him? By the way, they're going to suspend him for a game or two. Is that, I don't think they're going to fire him. Do you think? But that, I think that they'll suspend him for a game or two. Is that legit? Is that is that the right? It's penalty? really a slippery slope because on one hand. It's a terrible thing to say, and you mm-hmm. can punish the guy. Right. On the other hand, I hate looking up people's past from a decade ago and punishing them now for comments they made 10, 15 years ago. I think that's ridiculous. Did you want to share with everybody what the comment was? Uh, I don't I'm, actually I'm, know word for I'm word ki- what I'm it kidding. was. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know that it was like a uh, – I don't even know if it was subtle, but it was it a w- bit of a racist remark, yeah. kind of. I know what it was. It was incredibly racist. I, I don't actually know yeah. the word for word what he said, but I do know that it had some racial undertones, if you want to put it that yeah, way. Yeah, ESPN had it word for word. I was surprised. I, I thought it was, it was 10 years ago. I thought it was like a, 11 well, years, like whatever. Well, okay, for starters, he was 48. So you can't you can't really write it off to youthful indiscretion. And also, I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm writing off to youthful indiscretion. I just hate the idea of looking up people's emails from 10, 20 years ago. Well, I know you were concerned with your with your bar mitzvah and whatnot 10 years ago. But for the rest of us, yeah, racism was a bad thing then, too. This, yeah. would, this wouldn't it's, it's have been. It's not good. It's not like one of those things from the 40s. You go, well, you know, everybody talked that way. Okay, fair enough. This is from 2011. Uh, we were pretty all, pretty much aware that this was the wrong thing to say in 2011. Trust me. Not good. All right. So I'm let's just saying, I don't know if there should be any statute of limitations applied to old messages and whatever. Yeah, if you're over if you're over eighty, yeah, it should it should it should be somewhere around let's let's make an arbitrary date, say before the civil the civil rights act was passed in nineteen sixty four. Okay. If you said something before then, okay, it's your upbringing, you lived in the South, whatever. After that, you pretty much knew it was wrong. So Gruen lived in the South and that was his upbringing, so I don't know. But uh, anyway, Point is Gruden will be there, but spread is about five and a half. Believe it or not, I might surprise you. This is kind of my shocker of the week. I'm taking Chicago. That is a shocker. I don't think the Raiders are any good. Hmm. And I'm not afraid to say that. I know it's not exactly a popular opinion or wasn't before last week, but I don't know. I think Fields is decent enough to keep this game close. I still like Chicago's defense. Mm Mm-hmm. The Raiders, I don't really think have any good wide receivers at all. I think when I think Renfro's a decent slot guy. I'm still not a big rugs guy. 
Waller, we know, is great. What does Ruggs have to do to impress you? How many, how many, how many passes does he have to catch before you're like, yeah, maybe this guy's okay? Well, Ruggs catches what two passes a game for like eighty something yards. Mm, he caught three. I'm but... just saying that's that's his ceiling. Like, if you just stop the one big bomb, he doesn't run any routes besides the go route. That's all he has. Okay. But I'm going with Chicago plus the points. Okay. The Raiders, I just don't trust that defense enough. I think they'll win the game. I think it'll be by a field goal. I'll take Chicago plus the point. Okay. Uh, I know you're taking the Raiders. Absolutely. So just... I'm, I'm, I, you know, I like this pass rush. I, they, they've got their... I said it's my surprise of the week. So oh, let's that, go Chicago. It'll be, it'll be a surprise of the week if that hits. So We'll see. You know, I I can't get over the, 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 the trio of pass rushers going up against Justin Fields. I just don't think that's going to end well. And if he spends most of the game on his ass, I just don't see how they get any offensive going. Plus, with Montgomery out, what what are they going to do, Scott? What, are they gonna, are you going to pass? Are you going to throw the ball? What, what, are you, what are you doing here offensively if you're the Bears? Uh, I don't know. Figure something out. Yeah. Punt on first down. I don't know. Figure it out. I've got the under 45 there. Mm-hmm. You? Um, I'm going to go with the under as well. All right, very good. Browns, Chargers. Ooh, this might be a dandy. Chargers, two and a half point home favorites. 47 is the number. Well, we're going to find out which of these teams has taken the next step. Scott, both were very good teams last year. Of course, the Browns had made a little noise in the playoffs while the Chargers just barely missed out, mainly due to Anthony Lynn and his incompetent in-game coaching. However... This is going to be a kind of the kind of the put up or shut up bowl here for the first part of the season. Who you got? So for this one, I'm going with the Chargers, mostly because of the fact that A, I think the Chargers are very good. B, I have a hard time backing Mayfield with a torn labrum in his shoulder. I'm not sure if they can actually throw the ball. I know that Mayfield's a tough guy and he's going to try to grind it out. Do you really want to back a team on the road against this defense, which is very, very good, with basically one fully operational shoulder? I'm not really that interested. Well, it's his off shoulder. Still, but there's a lot of uncomfort there. He's f- discomfort. He's fine. Discomfort. Sorry, yeah. I was going to say he's very uncomfortable, and I kind of merged that. Yeah, it's <laughs> discomfort. But still, uh, I'm going with the Chargers. I think Herbert is better than Mayfield in general with the injured shoulder. I think he's a lot better than that's Mayfield. A, that's, a, that's a warm take. It's not quite scalded and hot, but that's a, that's a that's a hotter than room temperature take. I'm not sure if it is. I mm-hmm. I, think, I just think Herbert's really really good. You know, I don't think Mayfield's bad. Right. I, I just think that Herbert has more upside, but I can't get past the shoulder issue. This team struggled to score against Minnesota's defense. I'll yeah. take I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, they did. That's that that wasn't pretty. Of course they uh And I'm assuming some of that had to do with the shoulder. How does that affect you exactly? Well, because Mayfield didn't exactly put up fantastic stats. I'm assuming that he was just uncomfortable in the pocket. He's fine. He's fine. Don't worry about Baker. Tis a flush wound. We'll call it a draw. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, I've, I've got the Chargers here as well. I've got to play the Chargers and the under. Chargers are 4-0 and to the under so far this season. Both these teams are 3-1 and on the season. 3-1 and ATS, by the way. So mm-hmm. something has to give, Scott. I'm but going with the Chargers and the under as well. They're, the oddsmakers are basically telling us by this line that the Browns are a half-point better football team overall. You buying that? When fully healthy, I'll buy that. Would you? Not right now. Okay. Okay. I think Cleveland's a very good football team. All right. Uh, all right. Ooh, Giants and Cowboys, Scott. Giants, Over. terrible football team. 
Cowboys always seem to play down to the level of whoever they're playing against. Over. Over? Yeah, I'm with you there. No, Can't take the under. Not with the not with the Cowboys. Although the Giants, if there was ever a team you'd be tempted to take an under with, it's it's the Giants. That is a pretty hideous offense there. But it was. I am curious if they turned a corner maybe last week against New Orleans with no wide receivers. But Daniel Jones actually been pretty good this year. Killed me. I don't know if it's sustainable, but he's actually been pretty good. Dallas, perfect 4-0 against the spread so far. Does that trend continue? Seven is really tough. Yeah, they've been they've been undervalued uh, pretty much all season long. Seven feels about right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Cowboys just because I do think this defense with Dan Quinn has actually been pretty good. I know you look at the final score against Carolina, doesn't look pretty. A couple interceptions, they were up by 20-something points. It was pure garbage time in the fourth quarter. So you can subtract maybe, I wouldn't say all 14 points. 10. Yeah, let's say 10 okay. from that score. That's basically what the Cowboys' regular defense when trying did. I think they'll do enough. I'll take the Cowboys. I was really impressed with that performance at L.A. when they gave up just 17 to the Chargers there in a, picking up that last-minute victory. I, I thought that was I thought that was very solid. Um you know what? I can't. I can't. I can't go against them. It, it it feels really trappy, and I'm going to be on the lookout. See if we get any buyback on the Giants, if we can get it down to six and a half. I I would love it at six and a half. Seven I, really does feel I, like where it should. Be. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think there is going to be a six and a half out there. Let me look at the grid. Let me see if it's any if there's a six and a half anywhere on the grid. Oh yeah, I highly doubt not it. Not a sniff. Nope. Not not a bit. So yeah, dream on. Yeah, you never know. Giants, I think it'll the, close at seven and a half. Giants fans get optimistic. I think it closes at seven. I don't. I don't think they push it too much. Um, you got I think the, it depends on some of the status of some Giants wide receivers. You got the Cowboys. I know that they're still going to be missing Slade and they're still missing Shepard, but uh, I am curious if the public, because the Cowboys are America's team, whatever that means anymore. Right. I do think you'll see money on the Cowboys. All right, and you got them. You got the Cowboys there minus seven. And I like the over. Niners at cards, buddy. Cards five-point favorites against the Niners. 48 is the total. Big news today. Um, Austin Stick making his first. No, it's not true. Um, Trey Lance, Scott. The last is that the is that the last of the uh is that the last of them to make a start? Uh I don't know if anyone's gonna get injured halfway through the year, so you're gonna throw in a sixth rounder out there for a random team. No, but I mean, as far as the the first rounders go, because you got the, yeah. the the five of them, he's the last one, right? Yep. Once Fields makes that start, Fields Fields started last week, yeah. So uh, he started also, yeah. He, Fields started two games. He started two games. He got killed against Cleveland. Uh, okay, yeah, that's right. And then he beat Detroit last week. That's right. Ugly. Um, they had one passing yard. So, Cardinal. I think Lance is going to be miserable, but I think he can run. His throwing mechanics are absolutely terrible. But I don't know what weapons San Francisco has. You go through the team. They have no real running backs. They have Sermon and Mitchell who might be back, but they're both not very good. I think they're okay. You have Debo Samuel, who's phenomenal. Ayuk's done nothing all year. And Kittle's on IR. You also have a rookie quarterback in his first career start against an undefeated team. Now, San Francisco has played Arizona tough in the past, Mm -hmm. but so did the Rams. And Arizona kicked their asses. I'm going with Arizona to win a division a division rivalry game against a rookie quarterback with basically one weapon. I'll take Arizona. 
I've got to. I've got to. I think I think this line should be closer to six and a half or so. I'll take I'll take the value there. Uh, I think people are giving too much credit to Trey Lance. By the way, you can't just say that he has a terrible throwing motion. We talked about that during the draft. I told you he had a terrible release. Uh, and now you're like, oh yeah, I, f- I figured out he's got a terrible release. Stop it. Just, well, I figured yeah. that you know he had a bad release, but I thought maybe with all of the extra time off he's had because Garoppolo was starting, maybe you would start tinkering with the mechanics. It's hard to do. It's hard to I do at that is, age. But you've had months, man. <laughs> yeah, and he's had years of throwing the it ball. It is a the very, very wide base. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's just and his, his release point is weird. So, but he can run. Yeah, you're right. So. You're absolutely right there. All right, B- I Bill. like the under in that game, by the way. Oh, okay, I got. I you know what? I and I had you penciled in for the under, and didn't even ask. I figured. Uh, I kind of have to, right? If the points is going to struggle, well, you got one team that's going to have a hard time scoring yeah. scoring uh, points without a lot of weapons, you know. And that's a, that's a real shame because they were they were going to go from a, a football powerhouse as far as running the football, and, and now they're just scrambling to find warm bodies. But the San Francisco defense, I actually think, is not that bad. No, Seattle, even though they won the game, had less than three hundred total yards of offense. No, I'm so. with you. I see this game 27-14. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, now the biggie, Scott. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs three-point home favorites. Red on red, by the way. I know you're taking the under because you want to be contrarian. Been announced. Um, I'm taking the Bills in the over. I'm going full full public uh, move here. You think the Bills, you think you're you're fading the public, you're saying? No, I'm assuming the public's going to be all over Buffalo. Think so? Personal hunch. I, I just think people look at Kansas City and have not been impressed. But you might end up seeing late money on Kansas City just because of Mahomes and whatever. But right. if Philly's going to move the ball on you that easily, I got to go with Buffalo. I, I just think Buffalo right now, in my opinion, is the best team in the league. You're not buying the Buffalo hasn't played anybody? No. I think Buffalo is just a great football team. Okay. Well, And we talked about it earlier in the week. This is a game that Buffalo is really into because of the playoff embarrassment from last year. I don't know if the Chiefs fully care. They don't. If they do, it's not as much as Buffalo. They don't care as much as Buffalo. I can tell yeah. you that. this is. They have had this game circled on their calendar. The, Since the, they lost. The, the team, the fans, the coaches, the trainers, the, <laughs> the towel boys, everybody in Buffalo has had this game circled. And the Chiefs are like, yeah, okay. So... Usually, pretty good team in prime time. Like I said, they got the red on red. Everybody's excited about that. Oh, it's, it's going to be a, a sweat no matter what because you're betting on. You have an excuse to not bet on either team. You bet on Buffalo. Why the hell do I go against Mahomes? Right. You bet on Kansas City. Why the hell did I bet on this defense? Yep. Yeah. So you're kind of just stuck between a rock and a hard place. I'll take the points. Truth is, I think there's value on Buffalo money line. Yep. I think I think that's your play. Are you, are you officially taking the money line there? I'm not taking three. There's no point. I like the over, though. I think you have to. Yeah. And, and you'll get... You know, I figured you'd go full contrarian Sunday night under. No. I can't I can't do it with that defense. I, 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 of wa- course. This defense stinks. I've watched every snap of that defense. I'm not playing any kind of an under with them. They are, they, until they fix it, they've got schematic issues at the second level. And until they fix them... I have no confidence in them whatsoever to keep the that way I see under. it. Will both teams score 30? Probably. Will one team score 40? Maybe. I can't take an under. <laughs> those, <laughs> are, those are all props to be looking at, by the way. You're probably going to yeah. get a pretty good price on both teams to score 30. 
I think both teams get the 30. Not not as much as you would in the Jets-Falcons game, but yeah, still a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. I've got the Bills, buddy. I, I can't I can't get in front of this Chiefs team that just, just seems to be missing something this season. We've talked a little bit about it in the past. They just don't look the same. I don't know what it is. It's a rhythm thing. They they're just not dominating on the offensive side of the ball like they need to do when you have a defense like that. So they're still that offense, even though they're, they're probably still top two, top three in most offensive categories, they're still not right where they need to be. And they've again, whatever they are, two and thirteen against the number last year and a half or so. I'm not getting in front of that. Bills are angry. They want this one so bad. I've, yep. got, I've got the bills in the over. Yep, we agree. All right, very good. All right, my friend. Well, now it is time to come up with the one pick that we think is the best. You and I are we're not, we're not putting our heads together on this one. We're doing them independently, and you know what time it is. Get ready for our 5,000-star whale play. Fade the public sharks one million unit lock of the century. That's it. So let's see. It's still it's still losers walk for me, isn't it? Because uh, well, technically, oh no, I lost no, on the that's NFL right. Side. No, you lost on the you lost on the NFL side, even though our record is tied. So losers walk NFL. I'll be by the way. Spoiler alert: I'll be loser walking next week on the college show because Scott is already a guaranteed at least a push. So very good, Scott. Who you got? So for this one, I am going to one of the lower totals in the NFL this weekend. And I'm actually going to be looking at a team total. I like the Houston Texans team total under 14 and a half at minus 110 on FanDuel. A couple reasons why, mostly involving how awful this offense has looked with, with Mills at quarterback. Texans have scored a combined nine points in the last two games. Patriots are allowing just 17.5 points per game, which ranks sixth in the league. You have Belichick against a rookie quarterback who just threw four interceptions, no touchdowns, and had about, I don't know, 20 total yards against Buffalo last week. Right. I think Belichick's going to have a good game plan for him. And the Patriots, even though the offensive line is a concern, I will admit that, this team really, really hates to generate big plays on offense. They will grind you out five yards at a time, four yards at a time. I expect a ton of running clock, a hideous football game. I think you'll see it kind of look like how the Jets and Patriots game went earlier this season bunch of turnovers Patriots just controlling the clock controlling the field position game and they won I believe it was 25 to 6 in that one I see the Texans I see this team scoring 10 points 14 and a half is a good number because you think about it from the perspective of what happens if they only score one touchdown for the Texans which I think is definitely a reasonable possibility that means they still need three field goals and even if they score two touchdowns they still need a field goal attached to it I don't see the Texans scoring three times in this game, so I'm going to go with, take the team total under. Okay, all right. That's a uh, that's a great that's a great play for you. I think that's I think that's fantastic. I was really torn between the the uh, team total and the full game under mm-hmm. because I do think both of them have merit. Okay, and I I see it a little bit differently. Like we talked about when we previewed that game, I think that Houston is going to have enough opportunities because of the ineptitude of the new England offense to uh, give them an opportunity. So okay. Scott, you I'm didn't gonna... say that you didn't say the Texans go over, by the way, you just think that it's going to be a really hideous game. Oh no. I think, I think, I think, I think it's seven. I think if it ends up like uh 17, 17, 17, 13 Texans. Yeah. Oh, Texans. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. Way to hurt my feelings. 
Um. Anyway, sorry, your your turn. I'm gonna take the Denver Pittsburgh under 39. I know it's okay. the, the lowest table total on the board. We both went after the lowest totals on the I board. I don't like either one of these offenses. I just don't. I you know, we, our our feelings about Ben are well documented. Mm. I don't. I just and I don't. I don't like to piss off Pittsburgh fans every week, but. You know what, Pittsburgh fans? You know it. You, you, At some you, point, you, you know it. You, you know they're going to absolutely move to our side. They At are, some point, the, well, yeah, they. Are, and they maybe are in their heart. They know it. They're just not quite mm-hmm. there yet. They're holding out mentally for a hero. Yes, they're holding out for a hero. It's Mason Rudolph. Spoiler alert! And congr- mm-hmm. you, you won't be able to see him until twenty twenty two. But yeah, he's coming. I just, I think the Pittsburgh defense still does what they do. I think it's possible they wear down late, and Denver gets the win here. But I think I think by the time they score the game winning touchdown, it's going to be somewhere like, uh, you know, uh, 20, 20, 17, somewhere in that somewhere in that neighborhood tops. I don't, I don't think it's a hot take, but I think if this game's going over, you need a minimum of one defensive or special teams touchdown. Yep, and that's the, and that's the only thing that could that could roast us because you know you're it's it's a lot like playing a big total over you know in those college games over seventy one or seventy two or something. You don't you don't get many mistakes. And yeah. that's the same with the, that's the same with playing a low. You don't get a punt return, kickoff return, interception, pick six, or scoop and score that you you're probably screwed if that happens. So, mm. uh, if you wanted to if you wanted to take that bet and hedge it on a defensive score, it wouldn't be a bad plan. So, just to recap, Scott, what do you got? So for this one, I'm going with the Texans team total under 14 and a half at minus 110 on Fanduel. Very good. And I'm going to play the Denver Pittsburgh under 39 minus 110 pretty much everywhere. So. That's it. Any final any final thoughts for our uh, listeners slash viewers? I'm looking forward to having some crumpets in the morning and watching the Jets beat the Falcons. Excellent, excellent. Should be should be fun. All right, guys. For myself and for Scott Reichel, for the whole team over here at WinnersandWiners.com, we appreciate you checking us out. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to rate and review all that good stuff. We appreciate the effort. We'll keep doing it, churning out the content for you guys. Good luck. On all of your NFL plays, not just the ones we give you, but hell, I hope you hit them all. You guys have a great day. We'll see you Monday on Winners and Winers Radio. Take care, everybody.